Hi, this is Josh, and welcome to the Baseball Week, a weekly look around Major League Baseball. And on this week's episode, we're going to be taking a look at the League Division Series. Those were the series that just finished up between the Yankees and Red Sox, the New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox, the Houston Astros and Cleveland Indians, the Atlanta Braves and L.A. Dodgers, and the Milwaukee Brewers and Colorado Rockies. And we're going to start by taking a look at our player and pitcher and team of the round. And our player of the round is Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros. Bregman had a OPS and on-base plus slugging percentage of over 2,000. That's 500, over 500 points higher than any other player in the round. So very, very impressive. All around for Bregman on offense. Bregman had two home runs in the series. Uh, also had four walks, four RBI. A 5.56 average, a 7.14 on base percentage. So he got on base in about three fourths of his at bats, which is very, very impressive. And it's a small sample size to be sure. But Bregman had a great postseason with Houston last year too, and he seems to be picking up right where he left off. The Astros probably the favorite to win the World Series again this year. Certainly one of the favorites. And Alex Bregman, a big reason why, is Houston had a three-game sweep of the Cleveland Indians in their American League Division Series round. As Houston moves on to the American League Championship Series, where they will be facing the Boston Red Sox. For our pitcher of the round, we're going with that old standby, Clayton Kershaw, who in one start in the League Division Series for the Dodgers against the Braves, Kershaw went eight innings, gave up zero runs, and just two hits. It's an 080 average against and an 0.25 walks and hits per innings pitched. So a really, really impressive dominant start for Kershaw in that game against the Braves. And the Dodgers defeated the Braves three games to one in their division series. So the Dodgers also moving on to the league championship series. In the National League, they'll be facing off with the Milwaukee Brewers. For our team of the round, well, really there were four choices. The Dodgers, the Brewers the Red Sox, and the Astros. The Dodgers and Red Sox won their series in four games. None of the series won five games. And the Astros and Brewers won their series in three games. So for the team of the round, really any of those four are good choices. The Astros and Brewers, probably the most impressive winning their series in just three games. I'm going to give the team of the round to the Astros. They have been so impressive down the stretch, so impressive in this first round and really so impressive all season. Many people do list them as the favorites to win back-to-back World Series. And as we saw last week with our trivia question, uh, no one's won back-to-back World Series since the New York Yankees won three straight in 1998, 99, and 2000. So it's been quite a while now. But if anybody can do it, Houston certainly can. Great starting pitching staff, led by Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Dallas Keuchel, Charlie Morton, bullpen's been one of the best in the league this year. The offense is experienced from last year's postseason and is also really, really good with people like Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, George Springer, and others. Houston certainly seems like a complete team that can do it again. This week's Stat of the Week deals with the upcoming LCS matchup, League Championship Series matchup with Houston and Boston who defeated the Yankees in four games in their playoff series. Houston and Boston both hit over 100 wins this year. There has not been a 
I mean, I should say a league championship series between two 100-win teams since the 70s. Since 1977, when the 100-win New York Yankees played the 102-win Kansas City Royals in the American League Championship Series. The Yankees won that series over the Royals, but it has been over 40 years since a league championship series has had two teams with over 100 wins facing off. In fact, it's only really happened a handful of times in baseball history, a couple times in the 70s, a handful of times before then. So this is this is very rare territory we're in. And these are not just teams with 100 wins, but Houston and Boston easily surpassed 100 wins this year. So this is really could be an all-time matchup in this American League Championship Series. Our trivia question by the week of the week, by the way, is of a similar vein. What was the last series overall between two 100-win teams? The last playoff series of any sort between 100-win teams? And the last ALCS was in the 70s, but what's the last series overall? The answer will be revealed at the end of the episode. Let's look some more at the National League as well. We said the Dodgers defeated the Braves three games to one in their series. The Dodgers shut out the Braves in the first two games. The Braves came back to win game three in Atlanta, but the Dodgers closed it out with a comeback win in game four. Moving on to another National League Championship Series for the Dodgers. Again, made the World Series last year before losing to Houston in seven games. Meanwhile, it was Milwaukee continuing their winning ways. Milwaukee now has 11 straight wins after the division series, and they swept the Rockies. The Rockies, who had beaten the Cubs in the wild card, Milwaukee swept them in three games. The Rockies only scored a few runs in the whole series. Milwaukee, led by their great offense and their really strong bullpen, really, really strong bullpen, especially the back end of the bullpen. Uh, Milwaukee actually chose to have a bullpen, a game pitched entirely by the bullpen in game one of their division series to show how much they value the bullpen. In some ways, the bullpen is the team's ace pitcher. So it's going to be Milwaukee who ended up defeating the Cubs for the best record in the National League this year. An unheralded team before the season started against the Dodgers, who were very much a heralded team before the season started. Milwaukee and the Dodgers, Boston and Houston, four very strong teams. Any of these teams could win the World Series. And it's exciting because one of these teams will. We'll either have a back-to-back champion in Houston. We'll have the Red Sox winning their fourth World Series since they broke the curse about 15 years back, we could have Milwaukee, who has never won the World Series before. Or we could have the Dodgers, who have not won despite all their success. They still have not won a World Series since the 1980s. There's something great about baseball this week. I want to talk a little more about the history and the postseason. And when these two things intersect, baseball and all of its history, all the great postseason moments, it is it is very exciting. Now, there's a quote by Mark Twain, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And we see that a lot in the postseason. It's great moments, different, but also the same, uh, continuing to, to uh, highlight our Octobers. Uh, for a couple examples, let's take a look at what's happened on this date, this podcast being recorded Saturday, October 13th, things that happen on this date in postseason history. Thank you to nationalpastime.com for this information. Some of the most remarkable moments in World Series history happened on this date. The reason for that being that the playoffs are longer than they used to be. And so the World Series 
many, many years would have would be played in the middle of October, where we are right now. Now the World Series is end of October, beginning of November. But these days used to be the final days of the baseball postseason before the postseason was expanded. And so, for example, the very first World Series wrapped up on this date in 1903 when the New York, sorry, not New York, the Boston Pilgrims defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-0 in Game 8 of the series. Yes, Game 8 of the World Series. The World Series was originally a best-of-nine series, which kind of makes sense when you think about it. Baseball, the season is so long, the playoffs are so short. The more games you play in the playoffs, the uh, more accurate in some ways your champion is. It really increases the chances that the best team really does win. Uh, my personal opinion is that I would like to see the wild card game be a three-game series rather than a one-game series because of that fact. The one game is so, so fast, so, so sudden after playing 162 games to get to that point. I'd also like to see the division series be a best of seven rather than a best of five. Uh, we have earlier rounds of the playoffs being best of seven in basketball and hockey, where they play only 82 regular season games. In baseball, where they play 162, I feel, why not have the all the rounds be seven? The wild card round could be three, because that's fine. But the other rounds should be seven, at least. Actually, in some ways, I'd like to see the wild card round even longer, too, but I, I know that's not really fair, because... Only a couple of the teams are playing in that round. The rest of the teams are off, so we don't want to give those teams kind of too long of a layoff. But uh, a little bit of expansion to the baseball postseason. Hey, more baseball, too, so that's good as well. But anyway, yeah, the first World Series wrapped up on this date in 1903. Boston Pilgrims, which became the, who became the Red Sox, by the way, defeating the Pirates 3-0. That game, by the way, lasted 95 minutes. And the uh, announced attendance was 7,455. So things have changed a little bit since then. Uh, 1914 also saw the first World Series sweep uh, with the Boston Red Sox. Um, well, now they're the Red Sox again. I'm sorry, misspoke about that. That's not the Boston Red Sox, that's the Boston Braves. Um, one thing about history that's fun is it gets a little complicated sometimes. The Boston Braves, who became the Milwaukee Braves, who became the Atlanta Braves, won the World Series in 1914 defeating the Philadelphia Athletics. So that's the National League Boston Braves defeating the American League Philadelphia Athletics, who of course became the Kansas City Athletics and then the Oakland Athletics in the World Series. This is particularly notable because the Boston Braves were in last place in July that year. Last place in the middle of July. They then went on a remarkable run to win the National League pennant by 10 and a half games. There were no postseason rounds except for the World Series back then, so this team went from last place in the league to first place by a lot in the league in just a couple months and then swept the World Series. So uh, called the Miracle Braves, that team in 1914 had one of the greatest runs in baseball history. Speaking of some of the greatest things in baseball history, arguably the most famous hit in baseball history happened on this day can make an argument it's the most famous moment in baseball history, and that was Game 7 of the 1960 World Series, the heavily favored Yankees and the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Yankees, if you look at the stats of this World Series, it's amazing because the Yankees dominated the statistics. But in Game 7, the Pirates won a couple of close games to get to a Game 7, and then it was Bill Mazeroski hitting a walk-off home run 
to break up a 9-9 tie and end the World Series. It is still the only walk-off home run in Game 7 of a World Series in baseball history. Mazeroski is now in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame mostly because of his defense, but this defensive whiz did author one of, at the very least one of, maybe even the most memorable moment in the history of the postseason and in the history of Major League Baseball as a whole as the Pirates shocked the Yankees to win that 1960 World Series. So those were just a couple of really the all-time great moments in baseball or all-time historic moments in baseball. And every day in the postseason brings with it moments like this to look back on and reflect on and either remember or try to envision what they were like. Certainly most of us don't remember those moments from 1960 or certainly from 1914 or 1903, but sometimes that makes it even more fun to think about the shrouded and mystery moments from far back in the game's earlier days and what it was like to be there, to be there among a crowd of just 7,000 people watching the first World Series, maybe wondering, will this World Series thing even catch on? Or to be there for the see the Boston Braves make, finish their incredible, incredible run. And here we are 100 years later, and has a team gone on a run that good since? You can make an argument certainly for a few teams, but the Boston Braves still one of the best. We're to be there for Mazeroski, and here we are over half a century later, and there's still not been another Game 7 walk-off home run. These are the moments that make baseball so great, that tie it together from one generation to another, and it's so much fun to look back on, and sometimes even more fun to do so in the postseason when everything is just heightened a little bit more. What moments from this year will join those annals of the past? It remains to be seen, but it's going to be so much fun to find out. Now, before we leave this week, let's take a look at our trivia answer. In the question, the last playoff series with two 100-win teams, the answer, last year's World Series, Astros versus Dodgers. That was the only time, last year's World Series, the only time in the wildcard era when this happened. And now that we have another series like that coming up with the Red Sox and Astros this year, really cold of two series back-to-back years with such high-achieving teams. And that's our episode for this week. So thanks so much for listening. Questions or comments, please contact us at thebaseballweek at gmail.com. That's thebaseballweek at gmail.com. Looking forward to recapping the LCS next week and what's been going on in the postseason since now till then. And yes, have a wonderful week. Take care, everyone.